This podcast includes adult themes and discussion. We know that's why you're here. Listening discretion is advised. (laughs) Oh, yeah. She's alive! (laughs) Happy New Year, monster fuckers! I thought you were going to say, motherfucker! <laughs> and true Samuel L. Jackson style. Happy New Year, Jess. Happy New Year. How are you? I'm good. Well, do you want to start? Do you want to tell the folks at home yeah. uh, how you are? Uh, uh, well, first off, uh, welcome back to season two of Hissing oh, and Kissing. Hey. Let's just yeah, say that off the bat. Thing. Yeah. Uh, season two. Uh, oh, yeah. Season two. Oh, no big deal. Yeah, just, uh, no big deal. The second season of this little this little thing we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I uh, kicked off the new year with a, a pretty awful case of COVID. So mm. if I don't sound great, I got the I got the old vid because I live in the cesspool that is Florida. So <laughs> starting off uh, starting off twenty twenty four. Strong. <laughs> Real strong. So strong. Real strong. But thematic in a way. Oh yeah. A little thematic for for this <laughs> this week. Uh before we get into it, how was your New Year's? How have you been? How how's your twenty twenty four kicked off? It was good. It kicked off nicely. Yeah. Went out uh Goth clubbing for New Year's Eve. Ooh, stunning. Yeah, I wore my elf ears out, and <gasps> I just felt, it just felt nice, and everybody loved it. I love it. And I got to wear my little black corset. I just felt so at home. It was my first time going goth clubbing. I love and, that. Um, I need to make I you a corset just, sometime. Oh, my gosh. Please. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, um, so far, things have been good. I've been really putting off... Uh, doing some cosplays <laughs> that I need to get done. Yeah. Um, because I've been busy uh, vehemently reading the Throne of Glass series. I Is that the one uh, that you got me reading, or is it the other one? It's another one. I can't You're keep them straight. You're reading Crescent City. I can't You're keep them straight. <laughs> it's the COVID. It's the COVID. It's the, it's the COVID. Yeah. Yeah. No, I want to finish Crescent, um, Throne of Glass before... The newest Crescent City book comes out, so... And this is my first time reading, but I am fucking powering through. I'm reading, like, two books every, like, three days. Oh, my God. Are you reading or listening? Reading. Oh, my gosh. my eyeballs and my brain. Wow, stunning. I know, I know. (laughs) What have you in your COVID-addled state been doing? Not much. I tell you what, I've tried to listen to that first Crescent City book, and I started reading it, and I I have gotten two hours in, and I'm not 100% sure what happened. They they pump so much shit in the first, like, six chapters of that book. I'm like, what is happening? Um, No, that's, um, even if you didn't have COVID, you'd feel exactly the same way. Yeah. It's, uh, it's been a lot. Uh, but other than that, I really have been sleeping. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was sleeping and like prepping for the I did uh I sewed a uh an eighteenth century pocket. I saw Yeah my so lovely with the thistles. With the thistles. My goal is to make an eighteenth century gown this year. 
Like, uh, oh my goodness. So my next project is stays. So I like cut out the pattern in my COVID adult brain in bed and taped it together and then promptly <laughs> passed out. So I'm doing great. Uh, so I'm like starting my cosplay chair. I don't know what it's going to be yet, but I want to do uh, an 18th century gown of some sort. So, oh my god, you should do the gown. The what? From um, the gown from Sleepy Hollow, the the black and white striped one from <gasps> the very end. Here's the thing, oh, though. It's like I'm a fat a girl, dream. and it's not like it's not that's not a flattering. As a person <laughs> that has cosplayed Beetlejuice enough, I think I'm good on my black and white stripes. I think I Fair might enough. have to like. Fair enough. Yeah, unsure, but I, All right. I don't know. I've I've uh, I've I've started sketching out. I may be saying this wrong. You know, to- toil. I might be saying right. T o i l e. It's that uh, like yeah, yeah that that I fa- know. yeah. yeah. I, I've been sketching out a version of that. That's Florida, with like alligators <laughs> and like swamp trees. And I think it'd be really great oh to like per, like make my own fabric and like uh, get it made and then make a dress out of that. I love that. We'll see, though. It's, it's very lofty, and it's not quite reading the way I want it to yet, so we'll see. Mm. Mm. I love that idea, though. Yeah, it's a fun idea. Let's see if it happens. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so. so we're back. We're back, and we're going to tackle uh, a, a heck of a, a first subject, <laughs> I think. Well, okay, listen, let's, uh, before we reveal what it is, mm-hmm. I mean, I think we all already mentioned it in previous episodes, mm-hmm. but we thought it would be on brand for mm-hmm. the beginning of the year. Yeah, yeah. The Living Dead. Yeah, we're doing, uh, I should say, we're, we're doing The Living Dead, which includes, we're doing zombies, and also we're doing Frankenstein monsters. Yeah. But we're not doing... alive... The corpses that are alive. Right. We're not doing mummies, because we decided that that was their own thing. (laughs) So, um, which are kind of the same thing, but I think they have their own kind of divisions. I mean... So we're going to save that for Technically, vampires are the living dead also... We're not splitting hairs here. We're not that kind of podcast. (laughs) So we're we're doing zombies and Frankenstein monsters, a.k.a. the living dead. So, um, anything else before rotting. we like? You, no, no. Go ahead. Rotting what? Rotting fl- <laughs> flesh, rotting members. Yeah. And flaps. And <laughs> I'm not. The thing I'm most scared about this entire episode is whatever you found on AO3. <laughs> I'm like, I like looked at my husband tonight and I was like, I'm really kind of afraid of it. <laughs> I, I promise I, I promise not to offend anybody <laughs> let's not lie so early in the broadcast <laughs> um, okay so so let's start off with uh, with with zombies right what mm. is a zombie so it is a mythological undead creature created through the reanimation of a corpse um, you know, in modern popular culture, they're found most commonly in horror and fantasy, uh, and that term comes from Haitian folklore, um, in which a zombie is a dead body reanimated through various meso- methods, um, most commonly magical practices um, and religions like voodoo. Um, so the English word zombie was first recorded in 1819. Um, mm-hmm. 
in A History of Brazil by the poet Robert Southey. Um, but it was spelled Z-O-M-B-I. <clears throat> so the origins of the word trace to um, African languages um, and words relating to gods, ghosts, and souls, which, you know, sort of tracks. Um, and it's very deeply rooted in sort of Haitian culture. So this is not a very old term. You know, this isn't like uh, like vampires or witches. This is a, a sort of newer term, at least in the terms that we know it to be today. Mm-hmm. Um, so the first instance that we have of the undead in the form of a zombie is from George A. Romero's film Night of the Living Dead from from 1968 so not even that long ago um and it was partly inspired by uh the the novel i am legend which uh was from 1954 so i only know that that oh my goodness i didn't know that that book was so old i didn't either i just thought it was a will smith movie so in my ignorance (laughs) (laughs) um so the word zombie was not used in night of living dead they never say it um, wow. And actually, uh, George never used it for a long time in promoting the film. It was later applied by fans, and then at some point he started using it. But it's unclear <clears throat> when it shifted from being undead to zombies. But this is like an important shift. Um, and also when this happened, like right at this time period, is also when Michael Jackson's thriller happened. So we <laughs> sort of have this like almost cultural birth of zombies as we know them today. Hmm. And then we, we kind of skip ahead a little bit. Then we get to the mid-1990s. And we see the introduction of Resident Evil. Oh, and yes. the House of Dead, which are two successful video games. So really we have, like, kind of this origin in Haitian culture. Then we have Night of the Living Dead. Then we have fucking Thriller. Then we have Resident Evil. <laughs> and if you told me, like, it just, it feels to me that zombies are so much older than that in popular culture, but they're really not. Which no, is, they are newborns. Yeah. <laughs> which is kind of kind of wild. So, <clears throat> sorry for my coughing, guys. <clears throat> so, so after Resident Evil, um, there were some low-budget budget Asian films, uh, zombie films. Uh, one was Bio-Zombie, and an, uh, which was a zombie comedy. Um, and then one was called Versus in 2000. And then we got Western zombie films like Resident Evil and the House of Dead films. We have the Dawn of the Dead remake. Uh, then we get Shaun of the Dead in 2004, which seems to me like that's that's back there in the beginning of, of zombies. Shaun of the Dead was. But I feel like zombies were around so much longer. But they weren't. <laughs> so... Um, and when we start getting things like Shaun of the Dead and Dawn of the Dead remakes, we get the zombie apocalypse concept. Um, uh, yeah. Which, you know, the world is basically, uh, you know, it's apocalypse from a zombie infestation. Um, and then we see things like the Walking Dead franchise. Um, the late 2000s and 2010s saw the humanization and romanticization of the zombie archetype. Um, and then we get some uh, friends and love interests like in Warm Body and uh, Zombies, the Disney Channel show, which I have never seen, but it is about zombies. Me so. <clears throat> What's your favorite zombie movie? <sighs> I, I, we'll talk about it later. I, I'm a big fan of Warm Bodies. I think it's it's a great zombie movie. I know oh, we're going to talk about okay. it later. <clears throat> I think Shot of the Dead is great, too, though. 
It's it's that's a good one. Mm -hmm. I think uh, I I really like um, Twenty Eight Days Later. That thing scared the shit out of me. I know that's why I it's really yeah got me <laughs> shaking in my boots. Yeah, I think that's one of the the things I can remember as being like a really scary movie that I saw. That mm -hmm. like yeah. the way they were so it was so quick. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, and when that drop of the the in that the dad that one, the infect. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, I don't want to spoil anything, but, like, oh, my gosh. Okay. Yeah. It's, <laughs> Sorry, been, it's been out for a long time, so. Yeah, well, I, you know. Yeah. Sometimes I feel like we introduce people to new media on here, and then that's they get true. to explore it. That's true. That's so. true. <clears throat> so, so that's sort of the, the introduction of zombies. Um, but we're also going to talk about Frankenstein's monster, right? Um, so Frankenstein, or it was also known as the modern Prometheus, is an 18... I did not know that! I didn't either. <laughs> it was an 1818 novel written by English author Mary Shelley. So Frankenstein tells the story of Victor Frankenstein, a young scientist who creates uh, this human-like creature uh, in an experiment. So she wrote this story when she was 18 years old. And it was published when she was 20, which is pretty amazing. Um, and the novel was infused with elements of the gothic novel as well as um, romance. And it's really thought to be the first true science fiction story. Hmm. Um, I, before researching this, and maybe I should admit this, I don't think I really knew the story of Frankenstein and his monster. Uh, and uh -huh. I'm going to sort of hit the bullet points of it, but it is told through the correspondence between this captain, Robert Walton, and his sister. Um, so he, this captain is going to explore the North Pole, and during this trip, he sees this, this guy, this giant man... <laughs> the in Frankenstein the monster fucking nowhere in, in, in the fucking Antarctic with a dog sled, right? So just think about the idea that we have of, of like Frankenstein's monster on a dog sled, right? And um, then Victor Frankenstein is chasing him again on a sled, right? So uh, when they they get Victor Frankenstein, they put him in the boat and they tell the story. So I'm, I'm just gonna hit. It's a little bit long, but I'm gonna hit the points because I think it's important. So, Victor Frankenstein really wanted to understand the world. He was obsessed with, like, the theories of alchemists, um, and his mom dies. And so he started these experiments to deal with his grief in chemistry. And he developed a secret technique to impart life on non-living matter. So he decides to create this humanoid. But evidently he has problems animating the smaller parts of the body. So he makes the dude huge. He's, like, eight feet <laughs> tall, right? Um, and he made the, the, his creature really beautiful, but when he reanimated, he was like a fucking disaster, right? So the, the way he's described is dull, with watery yellow eyes and yellow skin that barely conceals the muscles and blood vessels underneath. Which is so different than this, like, green monster that I think a lot of people think of, you know? Yeah. So, Victor Frankenstein is, like, the drama king, and he's so upset. So he's like, ugh, and he's like, so, so walking the streets. He's like, ah, I've created a monster, right? Then he finds his friend, and he's like, oh, maybe it's not that bad. I'll show my friend. So he brings his friend up. Surprise, the creature's gone. So Victor Frankenstein has to make it about him. He falls ill, right? And his friend nurses him back to health for four months. And then he gets this letter saying that his brother was murdered. And when he arrives, his creature, well, 
his creature murdered his brother, basically, for the attention. And so then the drama king's like, no! And he goes into the mountains. Victor Frankenstein reacts insane. Like, literally, like, the, like an episode of, like, Mean Girls or something. He's like, no! So he goes to the mountains. And then the creature comes up to him. And, a surprise, the creature's, like, super smart. Um, and, uh, and he lived next to this small family, the creature did. And he was helping them in secret. And he got really attached to them. And he's like, well, I'm gonna... I'm going to uh, show myself to them because the, the dad of the family was blind. It, it didn't go well. It wasn't great. So the family ran away and the creature was like, fuck humans. Everybody's an asshole. So he went in search of uh, uh, Victor. And on his way, he saved this child who fell in the river. And, oh, my God. And the parents, the parents of the child were like, no, and shot the creature in the shoulder, dick move, right? So at this point, the creature's like, I'm off humans. This is awful. So as revenge, he murdered Victor's brothers. Um, and he framed their nanny. <clears throat> so he's got Victor's attention, and he's like, listen, I want a girlfriend. I need a wife. I deserve happiness. Uh, make me a wife, and we'll, like, leave. We'll go to South America. But if you don't make me a wife, I'm going to kill everybody that you love. He just didn't want to be alone! Yeah, like, fair enough, you know? So, Victor starts making a wife, but then ends up tearing up the body, because, like, what if they fucking make babies? And the creature's pissed, and he's like, alright, I'm gonna be with you on your wedding night. Which is, like, an ominous thing to say to somebody, right? <laughs> so, Victor, again, runs away, right? Um, and then, the weather, he gets on this boat, he tries to escape, but the weather's like, nah, and pushes him back to Ireland. When he lands in Ireland, he's arrested for his friend's murder, which is like, the creature told him he's gonna kill everybody, right? Um, oh, but twist, he's found innocent, uh, and then he reconnects with his adopted sister, who he decides to marry, which, you know, therapy, oh. whatever. <laughs> so on the wedding night, Victor's like, real paranoid. So he leaves his wife, and he goes looking around the house for the creature, uh, surprise, the creature's in the house, kills his wife. So, and then he taunts Victor from the window. So Victor's like, enough of this. I'm going to kill you. So he chases the Frankenstein monster all the way to the Arctic, right? And that's when they find him in the ship because he's exhausted. So they get Victor Frankenstein on the ship. He dies because obviously he's exhausted. And then, surprise, the creature's also on the ship. Um... <laughs> And he's, like, really upset about his creator dying. So then um, he just, he decides to burn himself and that nobody will ever know if of his existence. And he floats away on an ice raft. The end. Now, I wonder what, like, if there's readings about this that they're, like, a, in a, like, a couple-y kind of way. I don't know. It's, there's, there's so many layers to this. <laughs> and the fact that it's, it's so many, it's literally told as letters between two people that are not involved in the story. It's such an interesting way to write something. Um, mm -hmm. But also, I didn't... I mean, Dracula is done through letters as Yeah. Well. So it, it was really interesting to me, but I didn't know all of this kind of uh, stuff about Frankenstein, especially the Arctic. I don't think we've ever... I don't think I've ever seen that in popular culture. Just... No. A they, Frankenstein uh, monster on like... Chooses. A, yeah, on like a on like a dog sled. That's what I want. In the next Frankenstein movie, <laughs> I want the creature on a dog sled. Or I, I riot. <laughs> so. 
anyway, that's that's a little background on zombies and uh, Frankenstein, Victor Frankenstein, and his creation. Are you so? You, have you? You've never re- actually read it? I haven't. I'm a bad English major. Don't come for me. Tisk tisk. I um, have you. Yes, I read it in high school oh. for my AP English class, and I wrote a paper on it about how it counts as a pastoral <laughs> piece of literature. Okay. <laughs> because the <clears throat> the settings, like the nature, um, alludes a lot to the. Um, like the inner turmoil of the characters. Yeah. Yada yada. Yeah. Yeah. Um well stunning. Yeah. Zombies. Yeah. And uh, now <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'm about yeah. yeah. Zombies. Arctic. Wow. Um, sh- <laughs> what was that movie with Cuba? Junior Gooding or whatever. And he was adopted. He was adopted. And that's the one thing I can't get out of that. Because I'm adopted. And I just remember that being like the plot twist at the end. And I was like, oh, God. Every time I watch something, this is this is neither here nor there. But every time I watch something where like the adoption's like, oh, my God, he's adopted. And like, I hate that as a plot twist. Like, be, be better writers. That's enough. Bad trope. <laughs> Bad trope. Ugh. But, but here's some... Zombie trip. <laughs> <laughs> ah, look at that segue. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I mean, these are all pretty self-explanatory, but yeah. we'll just run through them. Okay. They're mindless. Mm. Uh, you know, like, the whatever... There's different types of, like, reasons for the zombie apocalypse or what causes zombies to be zombies, but the general consensus is they lose their humanity and mm-hmm. you know what makes a person a person they get down to like a base animal animal instincts um they here's the thing okay sometimes they're really slow but then sometimes they're really fast and there's nothing and th- like <laughs> there's no um there's nothing that is uh oh god my covid brain there's no like uh trope that makes it the same throughout like uh, no, you it's just I mean? dependent like, on the universe. Yeah, I guess. they're like, I want it to be fast this time. I'm like, but why? Yeah, no, yeah. Um, eating brains. Yeah, and now I wonder if that that part comes from like the Haitian culture. Maybe, perhaps. I'm not sure. To be determined. Um, eating brains, rotting. I mean, that's obvious. They're they're reanimated corpses. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, current in like current popular culture, we get a lot of zombies that are they're turned, so they're not existing bodies that just suddenly rose. There seems to be a, a an infection of some sorts. Um, sometimes they're described as really strong and then really weak. Yeah, so, <laughs> it's like there's these like big contrasting versions. Um, very weak because they're literally rotting corpses with, like, rotting flesh and stuff, so the muscle has, like, rotted away, but also sometimes very strong to be, like, powerful. They travel in hordes, mm-hmm. like a pack. Um, again, animal instinct. Um, there's often the, again, element of the, uh, sort of an infection. That's more current. Um, 
More currently, there's also the trope of the hidden infection. You know, somebody's been bitten, but mm -hmm. they don't tell anybody. Um, there's uh, Apocalypse is the biggest one yeah. currently. Um, and Found Family. <laughs> <laughs> kind of. Found I mean, I mean, because, you know, in these apocalyptic worlds, you have to m make your own families, right? Yeah, yeah. But those are just general, tr like, zombie tropes. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I needed to take it a step further, and I needed to do some hard-hitting <laughs> journalism here. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so I went to, I guess, the top source for zombie content, Zombiepedia. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I think about sometimes? Yeah. I think, this is a side note, I think about <laughs> when I was in high school and college, how we were not allowed to use Wikipedia to write papers, yeah. and you can't no. now. It's no problem. Yeah. Sorry. Neither alas. Can, alas. I'm sorry, this, this is a tangent of a COVID brain. You're welcome. <laughs> um, Zombiepedia. And what did I search? I search zombie sex. As you do. I, wa I want to know about zombies and sex because that's why you're here, you filthy animal. <laughs> you want to know about zombies and sex. Mm -hmm. So I'm here to deliver. All right? Okay. So <laughs> this is what Zombiepedia had to say about the topic. Mm -hmm. The general consensus is zombies are almost exclusively asexual. Right. And that is because they don't need to reproduce sexually. Mm -hmm. Because they reproduce orally, typically from a bite, um, through this infection. Yeah. Right? So there's no need for sex. Uh, I mean, if you look at the animal kingdom, sex is to reproduce, right? So, and because zombies don't have, like, really conscious brains, the element of sexual pleasure isn't there either. Mm -hmm. So the general consensus is asexual. Um, and in fact, some animal species that have, like, this is like, le this is like legit stuff. I could do more research for you, but ugh, this is not a science podcast. Um, some animal <laughs> species, <laughs> like some species of frogs, for example, um, have been known to go into zombie-like states from yeah. fungal infections. Mm -hmm. Um, and they, those species have been known to die off like, close to extinction, almost, because they don't reproduce because they're infected, and they there's just no need to do it because they're, like, kind of brain-dead in a way. Yeah. Their body, is their body is moving and jumping and going about its day, but it's not really eating too much, and it's not... It's not fucking. Those froggies ain't fucking. Nope. Um... Okay, so there's that. It's just not, it's just not, they don't need to, to have sex. Um, also, sex is difficult for a zombie. There's physical traits associated with being dead that make sexual behavior difficult, mm -hmm. unlikely, or impossible. So, I guess, more recently turned zombies, so like the new ones, could potentially have sex. Um, but, you know, you know, after the onset of rigor mortis... <laughs> Yeah. It makes it tricky, you know, because mm -hmm. you, you're not as nimble. I guess maybe one member might be stiff. <laughs> <But> <laughs> it's difficult. 
difficult to have sex if your whole body is stiff, right? And you will, you do see zombies being stiff. You know, they their arms are straight out, right? In if you think of typical zombie media, their legs are, their knees aren't really bending, their elbows aren't really bending. It's because they have rigor mortis. Yeah. Um. In. <laughs> This is an interesting quote. In the rare instance where a zombie retains enough of its human characteristics to pursue sex, after a few days in temperate, warm, subtropical, tropical, or equatorial climates, the brain would have disintegrated to such an extent that any human instincts would be long gone. So again... You know, it's it's losing that humanity. So you're not really thinking about sex. And, and you're also deteriorating. So, like, your fucking limb might fall off. Your fucking wiener is going to break off. It's not... It's just not quite plausible. Yeah. Unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Plus, mm. even if rigor mortis wasn't a thing, you can't get a hard-on if you don't have a circular functioning circulatory system. So... You know, there's, there's that. But, those logical explanations why zombies can't have sex does not mean that we still don't think about zombies having sex. No. And we've been thinking about zombies having sex since, since ancient Greece. (laughs) I, I, we, I mean... You reader at home right now, have you ever thought about fucking zombies or zombies having sex? Probably not. And it's not as common as, for example, for example, vampires being sexual. But that doesn't mean some horny motherfucker hundreds of years ago didn't also think about it. <laughs> so there is a Greek myth um, about a resurrected bride named... Uh, Phil, Phil, f- fuck, Philinion. Perfect. Philinion. Mm-hmm. Nailed it. <laughs> um, she's a flesh-eating seductress who entices young men in the guise of a strikingly beautiful woman um, who the Greeks called Imposa. Um, so, sexually, a sexual zombie. Um, it's really interesting. Yeah. I mean, the, there's uh, some interesting analysis um uh, Analyses of this myth in particular um, to do with women and sexuality and gender studies. So if you're interested in that, check that out, but I'm not going to get too much into it. Um, There's also instances of sexual zombies in contemporary media. Mm -hmm. There's a 2008 film called Otto, also called Up With The Dead, it's about a handsome, sensitive, neo-goth zombie <laughs> with a, an identity crisis wandering the streets of the city until one day he auditions for a zombie film. He basically realizes that being a zombie has made him gay. <laughs> which, what? <laughs> yeah. Which, as I found, is a trope. Okay. Is a, is a sexual zombie trope. It's not very common, but it has come up for me a couple times. Okay. There's also a film, uh, I think this is an Italian film, called Cemetery Man. Mm-hmm. Um, it's where the, the zombies in this film retain um, some of their, like, consciousness, so they have lust and desire. Um, and so, yeah, so there is a, <laughs> they have the instinct to copulate, <laughs> um, along with consuming the living. Mm-hmm. We get warm bodies. Now, this warm bodies is one that I added 
it, this one didn't actually show up in the zombiepedia, but I watched it for my media, and there's a part where the girl is, like, undressing, and the zombie goes, holy shit, which <laughs> insinuates arousal. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's a movie called Dead Alive from 1992. Um, there's a reanimated corpse of a priest who fornicates with a, zombied ner- a zombified nurse. Um... And they give birth to some demon baby. Uh, so, zombie sex. Wow. Now, uh, I've got a new question. And I'm going to throw up a content warning because I'm going to touch on a subject that we do not promote. No. But it has come up in this, ta- this field <coughs> of analysis. Yeah. And we're looking at it from a... Purely theory, purely satirical lens. Yeah. All right? So, is an attraction to a zombie or the living dead considered necrophilia? I think I think if you're sleeping with the, the zombie, it does. It, it would count as necrophilia. You think? Yeah, if you're sleeping with them. Yeah. Yeah, that's They're the, dead, that's the right? question that's I, w- I want to pose. Yeah. I mean, or is but it- they're living dead. I guess is it its own thing. Technically, necrophilia. Well, technically, necrophilia is um, specifically represents uh, references a corpse, but zombies are Our corpses. corpses. Yeah, Frankenstein's monster is a corpse. So reanimated corpse. Yeah, I think they're it reanimated. Kind of is, yeah, they're still rotting. They're still cold often. Yeah. Uh, Anyways, that's the question I wanted to pose. Yeah, hard hard to say, really. Uh, listeners, thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> no, what I particularly care to linger yeah. too much on, but, you know, that is um, something to think yeah. about. I can't personally say that I uh, have thought about this ever in my life. <laughs> this, is, this is, I have to say, this is not my monster of choice. But it is Oh, same. Yeah, but it is a monster that we are covering just because they're not like our monsters doesn't mean that we're not gonna cover them for sure. Yeah, exactly. And I think we can always exactly. find something that like we're gonna find at least one one something that we can relate to, you know? Like when, and this, it, mm-hmm. when it comes Sorry, down to these monsters, it's still a part of our humanity that we are relating to them, you know? Like we're gonna relate to something at some point, even if you don't want to admit it or not. And we're just, we're not just making up these, like, sexual things. Oh, no. This is a legit thing. So, in part of my research, I actually came upon, I mean, I mean, take this with a grain of salt, I guess, but I came upon a Reddit post from um, the subreddit Off My Chest, where people confess things, Mm -hmm. and it was a woman confessing to having sexual fantasies about zombies, and talking about what it was that... (laughs) turned her on. I should have saved it, but I didn't. Oh, God. But it's a real, it's a real thing for some people. Yeah. So, you know, so, (laughs) you know, we don't, we don't yuck anybody's yum. Just keep it legal. Nope. Just keep it legal, please. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. (sighs) On that note. (laughs) Uh, I guess media, media for the week. Media. Uh, What did we consume? Like, Zombies consume rotting flesh. <laughs> uh, so I, uh, I was down with the, the COVID. Uh, so I, I watched something I had seen before: uh, Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. 
um, which I've also read. Have you ever read it or seen it, Jess? No, I, I've seen it ages ago, but I haven't read it. Yeah, it's a it's a book first because um, Pride and Prejudice is part of the public domain. Um, yeah. So it's part of that thing of like uh, Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter, like it all came out kind of at the same time. Um, I love it. I love a period drama. I love, um, oh God, I'm going to get names wrong because I'm, I've got the, I've got the brain. Hold on. I'm going to look up character names so I don't get them wrong. Oh, I could tell you. I could tell you. Hold on. I uh, just rewatched Pride I my, my usual rewatch of Pride and Prejudice. I don't want to get my, uh, my Pride and Prejudice card taken away from me. Um... So, I love that... Oh, God. Number one, uh, Matt Smith is Mr. Collins, which is amazing. Um... What excellent boiled potatoes! Yeah. (laughs) Lady Catherine, uh... Uh, Debo, I can't, I can't, my brain. Deberg? Yeah, Deberg, thank you, Jesus. Take my Pride <laughs> and Prejudice card away from me immediately. Um, she's this, like, badass zombie hunter with an eye patch in the movie, which I, like, love so much. Um, but it's basically, I mean, it's basically Pride and Prejudice, but with zombies. Um, <laughs> and, uh, there is a zombie amongst the main characters. I won't spoil who it is. Um, it's probably who you think it is. But, uh, it, it's, he's a, oh, spoiler, he's a sexy zombie. So, um, mm. you know, do with that. And the zombies are, in in this case, uh, they are, they're evil ones and they're not so evil ones. So, it's kind of a interesting take on it. Um, yeah, so that seems to be a thing, like, as zombies became more morally gray, I guess, um, that's when they started to become sexual because I guess it's in a way it's a little inappropriate to think about like a classic zombie as yeah. sexual because they have no thoughts, you know, mm-hmm. there's nothing going on in there. Um so it yeah. Yeah. Being morally gray implies some sort of consciousness. Yeah. yeah. Um but I it's really good. Uh, Lily James kicks some ass in it. Um mm. And, uh, you know, I do love a period piece, even if I can't remember anybody's name. Uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, it's going to start yelling the microphone. Uh, it's, uh, it's good. It's got some sexy zombies in it. And it was, uh, I felt appropriate for this week's theme. I don't have that much Stormin. to say about it. Yeah. Stormin. Do you want to talk together about warm bodies then? Uh, sure. I mean, you can talk about it. I'll chime in. How about that? Yeah. Yeah. So I I rewatched Warm Bodies. It's been a very long time since I've seen it. Uh, The general premise is a zombie apocalypse. Um, This woman is out with uh, her friends and her boyfriend. They get come upon by zombies. And one zombie... What's his name? Oh, it's such a stupid name. Um, His name in the movie or the... Actors in the name. movie, oh. and Nicholas Holt plays the male lead, um, and his name is it's like a zombie name. I was like Nicholas it's Holt. Like, it's uh oh my god R it's Uh-oh. R <laughs> R it's R. So and um, Teresa Palmer plays Julie as the female lead, and anyway, so um, R kills Julie's. <laughs> Um, boyfriend in a zombie attack. Yeah. And then he, like, starts to, like, 
have feelings for her. Mm-hmm. So he's like, he's like, come with me, kind of. And like, so, oh, also in this world, there's two types of zombies. So there's zombies like R and his friend. M. Um, M. <laughs> I have it open. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, um, and then there's like skeletal zombies that are like so far decayed. So they're more animalistic, even. Yeah. Anyway, so R takes Julie back to where he lives, because he has an actual place where he lives, which is an, uh, an airplane, and he collects records, but he's a zombie. And so he kind of concocts this scheme to spend more time with her, saying it's not safe to leave, which it's not, because there's zombies everywhere. And the more time they spend together, the more conscious he becomes, I yeah. guess you could say. To the point where uh, they get have feelings for each other, and then there's like a whole thing where the zombies realize, like the m- more they have feelings for somebody, the more that their consciousness does come back, or like the m- the more they're able to remember, you know, and things like that. Like the more they have feelings, the more they come out of being a zombie, mm-hmm. and in the end, the zombie. The normal zombies and the humans defeat the skeletal zombies. <laughs> and the zombies integrate back into society. Like, they're a little slow, um, but they can talk now kind of slowly and can think a bit. Um, and the, the end scenes are just, like, zombies reintegrating. And it's kind of nice, actually. <laughs> It's uh, kind of sweet. And the, the bad ones are called bonies. Bonies, right. I forgot bonies. that, which makes me giggle. Bonies. Yeah, <laughs> bonies. So that I guess that's, that's, like, one of the... I mean, there's been other films that have popularized, like, zombie romance. But this is, like, I guess the major one that's, that's in Western culture. I, I mentioned some that are from Europe, but this is, like, a bit more Western. And it's, uh, it's kind of like a Romeo and Juliet situation, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The zombies don't accept her at first. It's like, it's like a thing. And it's literally Romeo and Juliet because she's out on her balcony at one scene. Yeah, and her name is Julie and, she, and his name is R. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But, yeah. but it's, it's really um, cute. It's, 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 it's cute. a fun it's rom-com. Cute. Kind of. Zombie um, rom-com. The music is interesting in it. Mm-hmm. I had a fun time with the music. Agreed. Um, so I watched... That and then I also listened because y'all, I, y'all know I like my weird audible finds. Um, <laughs> wait, I forgot to, I forgot to write down who wrote this uh, interesting piece of um, content that I consumed. Um, I'm so excited to hear about this. Okay, it's called "Monsters Made Me Gay," <laughs> zombie gangbang, zombie gangbang. By Hank Wilder, who also narrates it, by the way. And I'm sorry, Hank. Not I'm not going to touch on your writing, Hank. But you're not somebody who should be recording audiobooks. Ooh, shots fired at just, Hank. <laughs> you can just tell that Hank does not have any acting experience. Well, Anyways. He does so this now. Was a little, <laughs> <laughs> so this was a little 19-minute <coughs> short little sum-sum. Mm-hmm. So the general premise is it's it's been a year since the zombie outbreak and there's a guy named Carl which 
why did you name him Carl? Carl. Of all the names, there's already an existing Carl in the zombie verse, okay? Um, anyways, this Carl is out with some friends, and they're trying to get to, like, a science, like, they, specifically, it's called a quote-unquote science bunker. <laughs> um, that's, that they're trying to see if there's anything useful in there. And then his friends get attacked by zombies, and he goes down into the bunker. Well, it turns out these scientists... Um, wait, I'm just going to read this. This is straight from the synopsis. Okay. And I quote, Once Carl makes it inside the lab, he quickly realizes that he might have bitten off much more than he can chew. Running out of options, Carl soon finds himself succumbing to a swarm of gay gangbang zombies who want more than his brains. They want his ass. Oh my god. Basically, the scientists in this uh, bunker have found a mutation that turned rage into lust. Uh-huh. <laughs> so the zombies, like, trapped in the bunker are lustful zombies. Um, yeah. Well, and... <laughs> I'm gonna highlight the thing that's making me want to scream out loud. <laughs> so, um, so, Carl, well, I'm not even gonna get too much into it. Um, I just want to, I took some notes this time, because Sarah's always like, how come you're not, like, writing down lines from this shit that you're consuming? So I did it this time. Because sometimes Jess will just, like, voice memo me lines, or, like, just, like, and I can't, and she needs to share them with everybody, okay? Yeah, so here, here it is for you all. Here are some interesting lines from this that I took down. And what I found particularly intriguing was that even when something wasn't sexual, the author seemed to make it sexual. (laughs) Okay, so these are all quotes. Okay. Quote, throbbing mob of flesh eaters. (laughs) Quote, swarm of groans. I don't like that. That's an interesting one. Quote, Open the gaping hole of the bunker entrance. Gaping hole of the bunker (laughs) That's the one that got me. Oh, my God. Quote, moan and groan in pleasure. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Quote, once my fear subsided, I was filled with intense gay desire. (laughs) Quote, no! No, I'm going to save Sarah's for last. Okay. Quote, his chest is incredible for a dead guy. (laughs) Get in here and pound my ass, you brainless fuck. Oh, my God. (laughs) And the one that Sarah's favorite is, quote, let his greenish cock slip into my tight asshole. (laughs) That seems seems like it's very gangrened. Mm -mm. Yeah, well, yeah. I just feel like if something's rotting, you shouldn't stick it in a tight asshole. But that's just me, I guess. I don't know. Um, the, all the classic elements of zombie lore were in here, which I thought was interesting. And in the end, there is a big zombie bukkake, um, <laughs> which now we know what that means. <laughs> and, um, and the dude, Carl, decides to stay in the sex bunker with the zombies. There's, there's one thing that you didn't touch on, and I, I don't think you did. It says, not gay, but months since had sex. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so there's this very it's very specific that this guy is not gay. Mm. He's not gay, but 
There's lustful zombies everywhere. Air quote, not gay. Sure, sure, Carl. Sure. Sure, Carl. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. Good. And, uh, yeah, yeah. So that, again, was um, Monsters Made Me Gay Zombie Gay Thing. (laughs) (sighs) Wonderful. So now, after that, uh, (laughs) that glorious hole of a... (laughs) Zombie hole. Uh, let's talk about uh, some undead uh, zombie Frankenstein monsters in popular culture. That we would hit up. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Or uh, no. <laughs> I th- yeah. Notable. You be the judge. Yeah, you, we'll, we'll talk about them as we go along. Alright, alright. Okay, yeah. Uh, so, I zombie. Uh, I have never seen that. I have but I love Raul Coley. Yes, he's not a zombie though in it. Uh, no. But the the Rose McClever? I don't know who was singing her last oh, name. Oh yeah, she is. Mm-hmm. I know her because she played Tinkerbell in Once Upon a Time, and then the guy that played Doctor Frankenstein on Once Upon a Time is also a zombie in that show. Wait, um, I'm sorry. Doctor Frankenstein is in Once Upon a Time. Everything is in Once Upon a Time. I don't know if you've ever watched what that show. What the fuck? Every, that show had everything. It had Frozen. It had Peter Pan. It had oh god, what else did it have? All every Disney princess. Um, okay, but those make sense. But Doctor Frankenstein. It had some other weird stuff. They had it had the an author for no reason. It had like the underworld. They killed people. It ha- it just it had it literally everything in it. I it uh, uh, it it had too much perhaps. Uh, interesting. Anyway, 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 <laughs> those okay, people gosh. are attractive. A plus would fuck. All right. Yeah. Um. <laughs> but the last yeah, I saw this. Well, when you were talking about, I put sexual mushroom kiss because when you were talking, okay, we're talking about the Last of Us. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, and then earlier you were saying like the they they lack uh, zombies sort of lack that like sexual function, but in the yeah. Last of Us they have that like they they put the mushrooms in each other's mouths, the fungus. And there's some, yeah, like, very so sexual, I call it the sexual mushroom kiss. Do you know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, because instead of, yeah, so because, it, I don't want to reveal which character it is, but there there's a moment where, like, a zombie comes upon a character, and instead of just, like, attacking them viciously, they move in slowly, yeah. and then these mushroom spores, like, come out of their mouth, and then they, like, kiss the character, kind of. And it goes, of. like, into their mouth. Like, like a tonguing. It's very. It's like a, a zombie tonguing. With mushrooms. Yeah. It was uncomfortable. I zero out of ten. Wouldn't fuck uh, or kiss. I don't know, man. I, I was intrigued. <laughs> you want a mushroom down your throat? Mm-mm. Make a stir. Okay, I don't like. I don't like to eat mushrooms. But I was like, make a stir fry. <laughs> I mean, if the if the mushrooms, the way the mushrooms moved out of that zombie's mouth, if they move like a tentacle, I'm here for it. But they were li- right? they were little. They were like you know what fibrous. fibrous. Listen, do you remember the tentacle episode? The teeny tiny tentacle that went up the urethra. Do you remember that? <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> yes, regrettably so. Yeah. So, who knows? Okay, you a know what? A moving part is a moving part. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, uh, I put uh, just a general Frankenstein monster bride. Uh, yeah. 
There's some various older films. I, I feel like the Universal Studios ones. So just go like yeah. a blank. Yeah. The, the, the Bride? Stunning. 100%. Would, would hit that. Yeah. But she's very, like, terrified all the time. And terrifying. I mean, which makes s- it sometimes the same. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I wrote uh, Zombieland, but I don't know if I would want to fuck any of the zombies necessarily in it. Uh, Wait, you're telling me you wouldn't uh, fuck what's-his-face? Bill Murray. Bill Murray? You wouldn't fuck Bill Murray? I wouldn't fuck Bill Murray. Yeah. There you go. But he's, but he's a fake zombie. He's not a That's real zombie. That's true. That's, I guess so. No, he becomes a real zombie, doesn't he? At the no, end somebody just shoots him in the head on accident. <laughs> Spoiler. <laughs> uh, I think so, there's some times when, like, people are attractive and then they become scary zombies. So, like, maybe they're, like, We're in between. grasping for straws. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, guys. Um, okay, we talked about warm bodies. Walking Dead. Uh, zero to ten would not fuck any zombies in Walking Dead. No, those zombies are the because they're truly horrific. Yeah, they're really scary, and also there's I think, like ones with like only upper torso crawling across yeah, the ground, and like and kids like and that. stuff. Ugh, yeah, they're so scary. I don't like any of them. Uh, zero out of ten. Uh, World War Z also scary zombies. I don't like them. Those are scary zombies. Yeah, zero out of ten. Those are scary. But Brad Pitt, you know, maybe he can get in. Is he a zombie in it? I haven't seen it. No, he's well, not. Okay. He's not. <laughs> um. Okay. So I put uh the uh, spoiler <laughs> spoiler for a season of Ahsoka. Uh, there's some zombies in that. There is. Now let me t- listen here. Listen here, Sonny. I would I would fuck those zombies. But which ones? Which ones? The, because you have like the 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 stormtroopers, and then you have the the, uh, the the brother, the the one with the lightsaber in the beginning that the the sisters reanimated. What are you talking about? I don't remember. In the beginning of Soka, there's a I want to call it like I, I don't know. There's like the seventh sister and the eighth brother or whatever they are. There's like a brother that's animated, but when they kill him, he just goes into dust. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't know. A oh number brother. <laughs> I sound crazy. I'm sorry. Vaguely. Yeah. Anyway, all of them. I think they're all very pretty in their armor. I don't want to see I what's just... underneath it. Don't look at it. Don't look at it. I already, um, I already saw it. I don't like it. <laughs> so, anyway, sorry. Back to Ahsoka zombies. Um, in the stormtrooper armor, would fuck, but the ar- the armor has to stay on. Like, just whip it out. But oh. I want the armor to stay on. The armor stays on. Yes, one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see what's under there. <laughs> Even if the wiener is green. <laughs> Tight holes. <laughs> um. Okay, the, you made me think of Palpatine. No. Palpatine is technically a zombie. He came back to life. He was a dead corpse. He was dead. He came back. I don't know. <laughs> I don't like it. Even if you had unlimited power? <laughs> if, if I could have been solo back, I would fuck Palpatine. Oh. Uh, okay, fair. You know what? Fair trade, actually. Fair trade, yeah. Fair trade. <laughs> Um, What's this next one? Okay, do you remember the show Pushing Daisies? Oh my god, yes! Okay, so the pie maker used to bring people back to life. Are they... Yeah? I think all of them are very attractive. But the pie maker is not a song. No, I just wrote pie maker there because I couldn't remember the name of that show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like... uh, pie maker, Lee Pace. Oh my god. Yeah, but Lee Pace wasn't the undead, but everybody he brought back was very pretty on that show. So the pie maker is like 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 a Dr. Frankenstein. And Wait, then, I thought 
I, I could, thought that show was about him killing everybody with his. Tech. He could kill them, but then if he touched them again, they'd bring him back. But if he touched them again, they'd kill him. Oh. Yeah. So that's why like the one the one girl that he's like in love with like they can't touch again. Yeah. Yeah. So there, I think everybody there is very pretty and attractive. Fair ten out of ten. Um. Okay, I wrote uh, a Frankenstein monster in Van Helsing. Okay, would you fuck? Would you seriously? Would you fuck him? No. One out of ten. He he's a big softy. I don't care. He probably is soft. <laughs> um. No. no. I would get it. I'd hit it. I'd hit it. Okay. Um. I just added this one. Caliban from Penny Dreadful. I don't did you remember. ever watch that show? I did, but I don't remember. Okay, so Caliban is... Uh, so Frankenstein is a character in Penny Dreadful, along with some other characters, like other horror characters, classic horror characters. And uh, his second uh, reanimated corpse is named Caliban and is a sentient um, character in the show. I remember now, the bride. Yeah. So. Yeah. So. Yeah. So. Yeah. She's in it. Yeah. I remember. But that. I. She could get it. Yeah. Caliban could get it. But the reason I want to actually bring Caliban up because. Oh. Yeah. I really, 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 really would like to read this quote. It's like, so there's this beautiful scene, and I think it's the first season of Penny Dreadful where Caliban has this like beautiful speech to Frankenstein, his maker. And I just want to read you a few lines because it's always stuck with me. Aside the fa- aside from the fact of him being sexy or not, okay. I just had to bring this into it, okay? For the monster is not my face, but in my soul. I once thought that if I was the other men, I would be happy and loved. But the malignance has grown from the outside in, and his shattered visage merely reflects the abomination that is my heart. Oh, my creator, why did you not make me of steel and stone? Why did you allow me to feel? I would rather be the corpse I was than the man I am. Oh, and that line, it always stuck with me. Anyways, uh, because... Of him being so poetic, 10 out of 10, would fuck. All right. Okay. And his bride. All right. Who doesn't want to have a, a thing to do with him, actually. The, the bride is the... Um, what's her face? That was Rose and Doctor Who, right? Yeah. 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 Um, okay, so I put this one on there, but I haven't seen this movie yet. Yeah, it just came out. Poor Things. Yeah, I, I put um, Emma Stone's character, because I believe she is a... Frankenstein creation type creature. Yeah, so it's basically like a kind of like a Frankenstein story. Um, Have you seen it yet? Defo- no, it's on my. I'm, I'm trying to see it soon before it gets out of theaters. But basically, um, she Emma Stone is like a Frankenstein's monster type being. Basically, it's a woman's body, but an infant's brain implanted. But she. Uh, gets smart very quickly. Yeah, sure. Well, she starts to learn. Yeah. Um, and stuff. Um, so. I would like to see yeah. it. Uh, I don't know if that's a, I mean, I think she is a prostitute in it, so maybe that in itself is fuckable. Um, <laughs> um, I put a Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yes, what's his face? Oh, God. Is it oh, Rocky? God, it's a Rocky. That? It's Rocky, right? Rocky! <laughs> <coughs> Rocky! Yeah. I mean, 10 out of 10. Gold LeMay never Rocky? goes out of stock. Yes, uh, I would! 
Mm, I don't like the tan or the hair. Listen, you know Frankenfurter is coming <laughs> with it, so it's fine. You know that's true. Yeah. Um, uh, Herman Munster. No way. No, he's the original himbo. What are you talking about? Such a big old head. He's a giver. He's a giver. <laughs> he's a giver. Uh, I wrote thriller. <laughs> Uh, I guess like yeah, Michael Jackson and Thriller. He's a thing. He's a zombie. You no, know, he's not. He's a he's a he's werewolf. A zombie, but he's also a werewolf. Yeah, yeah. But a zombie, mm-hmm. but a werewolf. Yeah, there's no consistency. No. Yeah. Um. Okay. Uh, Zero wait, I don't think I'd fuck. Yeah. Actually, great dance moves. Would consider. Okay. <laughs> One out of ten. One out of ten. <laughs> Curiosity would get the better of you. I feel like. Yeah, probably, yeah. probably. Uh, <laughs> this is a Brad suggestion. Okay, this is... Weekend at Birdies. <laughs> just a dead person. That corpse is not animated. But he says at some point, like, women are with him. In the movie. So, I don't know. All right. Zero out of ten. Uh, Zero out of ten. <laughs> the Mountain in Game of Thrones. Yeah, you put this one. This thing's a zombie, right? Yeah, he's basically a zombie. Yeah. I would not. Oh, no? The mountain? I mean, he's pretty big. I'm just I'd be afraid of being crushed. I mean... Imagine a zombie brain with that size of a person trying to fuck you. It would be a little intimidating for me, I think. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, no, what? you would take on the challenge? You'd rise to the occasion? I'd rise like the mountain. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe... One out of ten. Uh, uh, I'm, listen, we're grasping at straws. We're really struggling here, guys. We're, tra- we're trying, okay? Uh, White Walkers, also Game of Thrones. Yeah. Yeah, technically <coughs> zombies. Yeah, what about the, like, King White Walker dude? That's, he's got a dragon. Oh, he can get it. He can he's get it. He's got a dragon. Have you seen him in real, in real life without the makeup on? No. Mm, handsome. If I remember correctly, handsome. Uh, I, think, I think, again, uh... Brad put this. The Inferi in Harry Potter, the zombies? I don't know these. I don't remember. I don't remember that at all. Uh, I don't remember that. This might have been my friend Sarah that said this. Unsure if it was Brad or Sarah. Uh, uh, I don't know. Zero out of ten. I don't remember this at all. Okay, next one. Uh, Thor Ragnarok, the wolf and the soldiers. I've never seen Thor Ragnarok. What? Yeah, I know. That's like some of... Tiger's like best work. I know. On on a, on, a, on another note, I know this is a tangent. Um, <gasps> yeah. R.I.P. Don't open the wound. Don't open the wound. I'm really upset about it. I'm sorry. Sorry, say that again. I, I over. So R.I.P. Our, our flag means death. Yeah, it was canceled. Um, but speaking of pirates, um, we're gonna bring it back <laughs> up because we had it up for ghosts and we had a debate about it. The Black Pearl yeah. Pirates. Listen, Captain Barbosa mm. could fucking get it. Yeah, you said it once, oh you'll say it god. again. Oh my god. Yeah. I don't know what it is, man. That apple. Captain Bar... It, oh. What that apple did. And he's, and he's pet friendly. <laughs> and he's just he's a mean mugging. I don't know, he just looks like he would just give you a rough and tumble time. It yeah. would be fucking amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Well, I mean, um, at, at that point, I think a, a lot of them are are uh, good looking. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, I I put Shot of the Dead. Uh, I I 
I wouldn't fucking leave the monsters and er, zombies in Shaun of the Dead, but I put them. They're on the list. They're fun. Mm-hmm. Um, Frankenstein's monster from Young Frankenstein. Yeah. He he. That mon- Hey, that one on this list is fucked. Yeah. If you remember that movie, he fucks the girl in it. He fucks Doctor Frankenstein's. Um, yeah. You know what he does? Like ex ex girlfriend. He puts on the Ritz. Yeah. Yeah, he puts on the fucking <laughs> Ritz. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all need to watch that movie if you haven't. It's just a good uh, one. I agree. Watch it. Uh, the Bride from Corpse Bride. No, zero out of ten. I fucking hate. What? I hate claymation animation in that style, and that's one of my uh, phobias. Zero out of ten. What? Yeah, I don't like it. I. Ha- oh, you must really hate the worm then. A hundred percent. Oh! Yeah, none of that. Mm-mm. No. Mm, interesting. No. Interesting. No, thank you. Uh, okay, there's no, like, hot mon zombies in this one, but just a notable reference to Scooby-Doo zombie. <laughs> 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 because, okay, this movie is fucking wild. Okay, not only do we have the the <laughs> mystery gang, we have a Scooby a, gang. A, a Scooby gang. The mystery crew, or whatever they're called, <laughs> there's an island infested with zombies to do with a curse, and then there's people who are, like, were people, and then also <laughs> Velma and Daphne are so gay in this for each other, and this one is also kind of meta, because it takes place, like, after they've broken up as a crew, it's just a weird one, but so good. I don't know if I've it's actually my favorite. See, either I haven't seen it in a long time, or I've never seen it. No, this one's like my favorite Scooby-Doo movie, and then after comes probably the the live action, and then the one with the aliens. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> just that's a lot of just so you all knew. Yeah, I I was wondering like what are your top three? So now I know. Mm-hmm. Um. You put this one in, and I'm angry I forgot it. I know, I was gonna, I was surprised Ugh. I didn't see it on here. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, D- Officer Ronnie from The Dead Don't Die. Oh my god. I think he dies by the end. Yeah, guess what? Remember. He's a zombie at the end. Would fuck. 10 out of 10. Oh, oh, and if you guys didn't know that this character is played by Adam Driver, <laughs> so that explains that's a, that. That explains our triumphant 10 out of 10 at last. And the list. Bill Murray <laughs> returning as a, a second <laughs> zombie on the list. <laughs> So that, well, Dead Don't Die is very meta. They make a they make a Kylo Ren joke at one point. I think it's like a Star Wars joke. Yeah, yeah Star Wars yeah. joke. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's amazing. It's a it's very weird. It's so funny. Um, I love that movie. It's genuinely. I saw it twice in theaters. Oh, <laughs> I saw it once. I I thought it was okay. I thought it was okay. I enjoyed it more the second time. Because the first time I, like, wasn't quite sure what I was getting into. Um, and I've seen it a few times since then. And I giggle every time. So. What's this very last one on the list here? Oh! So, they're remaking Frankenstein. And, oh. okay. Oh, yes! I spelled Jason wrong. Have you seen Saltburn yet? No, it's, um, it's my it's my um, evening in with um, alcohol. Yeah. 
type or substance. So the show. one of the main characters in it is going to be Frankenstein's creature. It just got recast. It was going to be Andrew. What's his face? Oh, was a Spider Man. Garfield. Yeah. Yes. But now it's going to be Jason Elory. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Okay. So uh, ten out of ten. A wood fuck. <laughs> I, I think we're gonna skip the second to last one. You sure? I don't know. I don't. Yeah, we'll skip well, it. I, uh, yeah, I'll skip yeah, it. Yeah, we'll skip it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Are y- y'all ready? No. For the time. Your favorite. <laughs> your favorite part of this podcast. <laughs> or most cringe part. Who? Whatever. You know. Teach their own. I am cringe, but I am free. It's uh, AO3 time! AO3! <laughs> that was the most attitude AO3. I hope uh, Brad enjoys putting the music in right here. <laughs> Thanks, babe! AO3! Alright! Okay! <laughs> what do I have for you all? No! I'm, I'm scared. Uh, I'm so scared. Say, I gotta say, no, these are, these are okay, these are okay. Mm. Um, but in my research, so I'm gonna, first, I just wanna say, I'm gonna start by just talking a little bit, actually, about just some of the stuff I came upon, okay? But, uh, before that, I wanna note that the ones I did select to read excerpts from were actually very much in keeping with all the things we discussed today, funny enough. Uh, I'll explain what I mean by that. Uh, I'll just peruse some of the things I found. Mm. There was a surprising amount, Mm. actually. This was the top thing that came up. So, I searched zombie and explicit. A lot of BTS fanfiction. The BTS people are wild in. They are wild in. A lot. There was... Um, I took some screenshots of ones just to read you guys the uh, synopsis just for funsies. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one called Zombie Baby. Mm. Uh, the zombie apocalypse has become nothing more than a pain in Jimin's ass. Jimin is always the main character, by the way. Interesting. Um, but he at least can put his military training to good use as a <laughs> zombie killer for hire. If only it wasn't illegal. With his trusty 9mm and his sexy boyfriend, Jungkook, at his side, Jimin can take on anything. Even an annoying court appearance for taking out the local zombie trash. It's all in a day's work for Jimin, zombie assassin extraordinaire. There was also an interesting amount of Harry Potter ones. Interesting. Um, With often... Uh, Mel, uh, Draco being the zombie. Uh, Draco and, and who's the, like... Hermione. Oh. <laughs> and I, mm-hmm. I didn't search this. This is just what came up. Usually Draco's a zombie and Hermi- Hermione is not a zombie. Okay. Um, oh, here's another... <laughs> Fuck. This is one I thought you'd find interesting. Okay. I didn't actually read through it because it was kind of boring. <laughs> Funny, actually. Um... This one is, this is a BTS one called Zombie Rut. Oh. Alpha Jimin goes into oh. unexpected rut, freaks out, and takes the train to Busan. Is that a 
is that a euphemism? Taking the train to Busan? Oh, I don't or know. Or am I reading into that? I, I don't, I don't know. Anyways, that one was actually kind of boring. Um, let's see. I'm just wondering where I should actually, hold on. I just want to give you guys some more of a perusal. Um, there was also a, a number of Game of Thrones ones, which makes sense because yeah. it, it is built into their world. Um, there was also an interesting amount of uh, original character ones where the main character is trans. Oh. I just thought that was super interesting. Just huh. something to, yeah, just something to note. Um, but let's, <laughs> let's start, shall we? Yeah. <laughs> no. Okay. Um, uh, I'm scared. Oh, The Train yeah. to Busan is a zombie horror thriller. Oh, there we go. Okay. okay. I knew it was like something more. I'm like trying to like look into it. I'm like, what is it a saying? Yeah. So I'm going to read you a little bit from actually th- four. Four? All right. Yeah, just a little bit. I, I tried to really rein myself in this time. I'm proud of you. The first <laughs> one is called Anthony Bridgerton, Zombie Hunter. What? <laughs> Bridgerton? I did not see that coming. By zero regrets. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, a mashup of the season two of Bridgerton's storyline mm-hmm. with Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. Mm, yes, I know it's ridiculous. I have five chapters completed that I will upload over the next few days. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, I thought this was this was fun one to choose because it's combining, you know, like, period drama mm-hmm. with zombies. Yeah. Just like Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. Um, so, let's. I'm just going to read you just a little bit of it. Okay. okay, I'm excited. Anthony Bridgerton went by many names. His family called him Anthony, or simply brother. The outside world called him Viscount Bridgerton, or Lord Bridgerton. But in the taverns around Kent, there were whispers over pints of ale. A new name that made Lord Bridgerton roll his eyes whenever his brothers mockingly called him by it. Bane of the Undead. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> The name didn't come without merit. In the eleven years since the undead first appeared on English shores, the people of England joined Europe in the war against the scourge. Many didn't believe it was real at first. It was nothing but rumors, only stories created by Napoleon's men to terrify the ruling body of France. Even Anthony's father, Edmund Bridgerton, considered the first stories nonsense. The dead rising and mindlessly killing anything with a heartbeat? His son and heir became a believer when they rode right into a cluster of men and women with milky dead eyes, oh. bloated bodies, mm-hmm. and chalky skin of corpses. Mm-hmm. Edmund's horse reared, sending his rider to the ground. Um, so I'm not getting into any of the smut for that one, but I just thought I would read the opening bits. for. If you guys want to read that one, again, Anthony Bridgerton, Zombie Hunter by Zero Regrets. <laughs> I will link these uh, on the website. Yes, yes, yes. Uh-huh. Okay. Another interesting one... Again, going back to your reference about um, Resident Evil, 
I found a Resident Evil one. Oh. Now, there wasn't as many Resident Evil ones as I thought there would be. Considering how much Resident Evil porn there is <laughs> online. Like, animated porn. Yeah. Just FYI. <laughs> but, <laughs> I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know. <laughs> um... That's a big field we didn't talk about, by the way. We actually did it. Even, I've seen it. I think it's just there. Like, well, I would say that is one of the biggest monster fucking genre, like, genre, like, um, I guess, me, uh, source material in animated porn. It's, it's the Resident Evil universe. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, there's a lot, lot of zombie fucking in that. If I, if... I would say that the audience for that is primarily straight male. I would say so. And I think that's probably why it wasn't on our radar. Probably not. Yeah, I I I think that's probably where the difference is because uh, yeah. it just wasn't on our radar. But this is an interesting one. Yeah. Now, uh, I was intrigued by the synopsis. Okay, so it's called "Zombie at a Hard Place" mm. by Tasty Taboo. This is the description. There's a bunch of fics about zombies taking advantage of our protagonists, but what about a story about the protagonist taking advantage of the zombies? So this one is a bit of a dub con, I guess, if you can call, if you consider having sex with a zombie dub con. But the author was basically trying to often the the female characters in these animated porn videos are taken advantage of by the zombies. But this author wanted to write a fic where they're into it and they're kind of taking advantage of the opportunity of zombie sex, basically. Okay. So I thought that was interesting. So we'll just get into it. Um, I don't exactly... It's a, it's with Jill Valentine. I don't exactly know what she's doing. I think she's, like, in, like, a... Like, a gym, like gym, uh, what's it called? Locker room? Mm-hmm. Or something like that? Anyways, I'm just gonna start reading. <clears throat> okay. Quickly wipe, quickly wiping and standing, she tries to tug her bottoms back up. Oh, guess she's going to the washroom. But they keep catching on her thighs, sliding her over to the other side to pull that side up. The weight of her be- belt pouches drags... Anyways. Bang! The towel locker behind her slams open and a zombie shambles out into the dark room behind her. She can see it in the mirror, which is reflecting her shoulder light. Barely a foot between them in the tight space. The damn thing is naked. Might have been the unfortunate bastard who'd been having a long soak before whatever happened here had actually happened. Um, she lets go of her bottoms and lunges for the gun. The weight of the zombie shoving against her ass trips her forward with her bottoms hooked around her knees and her hand shoves the gun instead of grabbing it. The pistol skitters sideways into the bowl of the sink, and she thinks she's dead for half a second before the zombie lets out a gargle, shoving against her again. Ooh, gargle. So, <laughs> Sorry. Ooh. Um, so her bottoms are down, and the zombie is up in her space. Um, yeah? God. Okay. The hardness runs up her pussy again, fully this time. It's long and cold, sliding sliding between Mm -hmm. her lips with the force that it lurches against her. Jill shudders. The fucking zombie has an erection? 
How is that even possible? It shouldn't have the blood flow for an erection. It doesn't even have the blood flow to warm its own skin. Again, I chose this one on purpose because it was very topical. Okay, diving back in. <laughs> There's a... The zombie gets its other hand on her, and the force it grabs her with makes her have to spread her legs as much as she can to keep from being pulled at the way back, only that it opens her up for its cold cock to actually start dragging it between her folds. I hate that it says folds all the time. (laughs) (laughs) With every undulation, the head of the zombie's erection butts roughly against her clit, still sensitive from having to hold it for so long. It shoves against her clit once, twice, three times, sending a shock of cold pleasure and dread up her spine. She needs to pull away. Jill is stronger than these things. It should be easy just to pull away and grab her gun and get the rid of the damn thing. It's not, though. <laughs> um... So she starts contemplating having sex with a zombie. It's a terrible decision. Maybe as a ba- as bad as coming out of here in the first place. No one is here to see it but her, though. No one will ever have to know what even happened. The next time the zombie's tip catches on her hole, Jill tilts her hips and pushes back. It slides inside halfway, and the zombie lets out a weird gargle. The zombie freezes, hands going even tighter on her hips. Um, anyway, she rides that cold zombie cock. No. <laughs> Mm-mm. And in the end, he unloads in her. No! <laughs> unloads what? We have no... Here we go. Mm, we have no, no. idea. But mm. I want to read you the last bit. Oh, God. Using toilet paper to clean herself up. Uh, <laughs> no! <She> finally, <laughs> wait, let's... <laughs> she finally gets her pants on and her gun back in hand as the door rattles. With a sigh, she points the pistol at the zombie. She shouldn't just leave it like this. After all, that was the best orgasm she'd had in weeks. <laughs> in weeks? <laughs> so she shoots, shoots the zombie. Um, so that was that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Moving on. Mm-hmm. Um, (laughs) I'm just trying to find the delectable ones for you, okay? Oh, yeah, thank you. This is a fun one. It's called Love, Death, and and Zombie (laughs) (laughs) Ex-Boyfriends. This one is a Billy Hargrove, Steve Harrington one. (laughs) Which, again, listen, I'm trying to be very analytical on my choices now. Again, I chose this on purpose because it's like 80s, right? Yeah. Like Thriller. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, sure, Jan. Sure, Jan. Sure, Jan. Jan. (laughs) Okay. I'm just going to get into it. Yeah, just get into it. <laughs> okay. So, okay. It's been six months since Steve Harrington watched the Starcorp mall burn to the ground, taking the body of his secret boyfriend, Billy Hargrove, with it. Sorry. <laughs> there was nothing left. Wait, this one, this fic is by fairies underscore with spirits. Ooh. Okay. Uh, there was nothing left of him but ashes, but Steve was sure. He mourned the man he thought he loved, and then he'd gotten repeatedly and extremely high off of some of his, his new boyfriend's best pot, and then he'd fallen in love with him, too. I don't know. Anyways, 
So he's getting really high. Wait, he just had ashes of his... So he just scooped up the ashes? No, no, no. He's just... Uh, um, Billy is nothing but ashes. So Steve in his morning starts getting really high with Eddie Munson. <laughs> okay. Okay? To, like, get over it, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. And then he starts... He Then he has a hallucinase... Hallucination. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Let's dive in. And truly this hallucin... I can't say hallucination. That's all right. <laughs> and truly this hallucination is like something ripped from a horror movie. Oh, God. One, one about the dead who walk aimlessly above the earth that they should be buried under with an insatiable hunger. Because what Steve can see of Billy through the soft haze of moonlight is terrifying. His skin is pale and thin, lifeless. His hair is matted. He's lost chunks of it in some places like Ooh. animals have clawed it out. There's blood smear smeared all over him, all over his ripped and dirty clothes, dripping steadily from what Steve thinks he's missing an ear. Oh. He's missing other parts, too. There's holes in his chest and abdomen and arms like he's been stabbed through with thick poles. But none of this seems to bother him. He doesn't seem to be in pain as he stands stiffly in front of Steve, chin jerking to the left with each word he says, like it's hanging barely there. Like his jaw is hanging barely there. Eyes black and lifeless where they sit in his skull. And yet he's still so fucking handsome. <laughs> no! And Steve is so fucking hard. No. Seeing him again, even grotesque and revolting as he is! <laughs> mm. I don't like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> he feels real, too. No. When he jerks forward, hands coming up to curl around Steve's wrists and press him back into a tree. The harsh bark cuts into his back, further intensifying the ache he feels all over. Billy feels real, and he feels hard where his groin presses against Steve's, and it's so reminiscent of every time they used to come together. Steve helpless underneath him, Billy pressing into him, and bullying him until he submits. <laughs> um, he sounds desperate when he grits out, I'm hungry, Steve. <laughs> so, so fucking hungry. Oh my god. <laughs> That's my zombie voice for you guys. That's really good. Um... <laughs> Okay, so he wants to fuck, but then Steve's like, but you're dead. You died. <laughs> um, and then he goes, I came back. Back for you. Smelled you when I woke up. Going to fuck you like I never died, baby. <laughs> um, oh, God. Oh, how much do I want to... Wanna... <laughs> I think I'll go to the part where they come together. Okay. <laughs> Steve is going to come. Billy is going to come in him. I'm going to... Going to... Billy! Billy! Steve screams. A choked and horrored noise as Billy bites into his throat. Teeth clamping down with the strength of someone intending to rip flesh and meat from bone. Pain shoots through his body while... While... Come shoots between them, and Steve sees fucking stars, and he's going to die. A tongue lavishes at the open wound, drinking him down, jaw moving like he's chewing skin and muscle, and Steve's ch stomach churns. Vomit works its way up his throat, no. fast and blood tinge. Billy's body jerks and jerks and fills him with something that should be warm, but it is earth and dirt cold. The forest tilts. 
or no, that's him. Um, anyways, that's where I'm going to stop, stop with that one. And I have one more little selection. Okay. It's called You Zombie by CM. Uh, brackets Mumble Murder. Mutter. Mumble Mutter. This is a Bucky Barnes and Sam Wilson one. Okay. So, so basically, the premise is Sam Wilson is a zombie. Bucky is trying to, like, nurse him back to health, kind of. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's basically that episode of What If, but with fucking. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Sam's still muttering Bucky's name. He actually looks kind of innocent like this. Bucky wants to kiss him, but he'll just get bitten for his troubles. Might be worth it, though. For once, the man won't have anything dumb to say during sex. <coughs> not that not that Bucky particularly minds all the dumb things Sam tends to say during sex. He also says a lot of nice things, especially when getting Bucky off. And maybe the nice things also get Bucky off. And the dumb things. Maybe it's just Sam, basically. Fuck. He's actually legitimately hard now. It's kind of been a while. His choices have been limited. Mostly it was that no one else was Sam. I am not going to fuck you, Bucky repeats, for good measure. Sam licks his lips lasciviously, lasciviously in response. Bucky Bucky had had to reach in and stitch both parts of his tongue together while Sam was trying to bite him. Thought it was worth it at the time. Now he's not so sure. Stop it, he says. Sam ignores him again. Cants his hips up and fuck. Does he have a boner? He does. A fucking zombie boner. It's... (laughs) Bucky can't help but glance down, and it actually looks bigger than it usually is. His mouth waters slightly. It's probably just Pavlovian. Every time Sam had come to see him, they'd inevitably end up naked, and inevitably Bucky would want to suck his cock. And so now Bucky actually wants to suck the zombie Sam's cock, and truly makes sense. (laughs) I like the writing of this one. Um... Uh, he wraps a hand around it without thinking. Sam moans, not a zombie moan, an actual moan moan, before resuming his futile snarling. Shit, Bucky says. An experimental slide of his hand, and the snarling stops, and Bucky certainly sees faint recognition in Sam's gaze. Oh, shit, Bucky says. He starts jerking Sam off with in, in earnest. Slowly, Sam seems into it for a while. Quiet, thrusting his hips aimlessly into Bucky's hand. Um. Anyways. Um. (laughs) Fuck. Here's my favorite line, though. This is why I wanted to end with this one. I'll just, I'll, I'll read up a little bit. Okay. Come on, man, Bucky says. I can't. Sam seems to get what he's said, and he sighs. A tiny broken thing. Then starts snapping his head to his left, and then to his right once again. Whatever. Bucky's not going to stick his dick inside him. He's not. Let him go, Farrell. Bucky doesn't care. Except he does. Maybe he misses... <laughs> Except he does. <laughs> maybe, 
Maybe he misses Sab's exasperating personality more than he cares to admit. Maybe he kind of just misses him, period. Also, maybe he kind of deeply wants to. Mm. His cock certainly wants to, but Bucky frees it hastily from the confines of his pants just to ease the pressure a bit, and Sam stops his incessant moaning to raise his head up in interest, staring at Bucky's cock like he wants to eat it. He probably does. Ark? Sam says. And that's a question. He licks his lips again. My dick is not a corn dog, Bucky says. No chewy chewy. <laughs> no chewy chewy. <laughs> and that's where I'm going to end. Oh my god. No chewy chewy. My dick is not a corn dog. Uh, I feel like that should be have- uh, that should be the name of the episode. <laughs> No chewy chewy. The undead. My dick is not a corn dog. The undead. My dick is not a corn dog. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, as usual. There you, uh, I, I don't know. I feel icky after this episode. <laughs> I feel like I need a shower. Uh, but mostly yeah. just because I have COVID. Um, well, so, so before we wrap up, we, uh, you put some, you put some polls out to our listeners on the Instagram. Um, mm-hmm. So you ask who uh, who everybody's favorite zombie was. Um, obviously, we got some uh, Frankenstein monster. Uh, mm-hmm. We got uh, Captain Salazar from Pirates Five, Dead Men, Dead Men Tell No Tales. I don't remember Captain Salazar. That is, if I remember correctly, uh, Javier Bardem's character. Oh. Oh, yes. Yeah, who is a zombie, I think. A weird sea zombie. That one's more zombie than the other zombie. Yeah, I think so. Um, we have... Oh, excuse me. I yawn. Um, we have Eyes Zombies cast. Uh, yeah. We have a Pride and Prejudice and Zombies, Warm Bodies, and Fido. I forgot about we Fido. We didn't talk about that, though. I've never seen it, but it did come up. Yeah. Um, we have another Nicholas Holt in Warm Bodies. Very zombie boyfriend material. Um, mm. We have Bride of Frankenstein. Uh, and then Brad put Sylvanas Windrunner. I have no... I'm looking that up right now. I think it's a World of Warcraft, if I had to It guess. is a World of Warcraft. Yeah. Um, uh, a babe. I mean, a babe. Yeah. I don't know nothing about this character. <laughs> um, we also... Um, you asked, like, what your zombie defense would have been like for, like, Into the World. Um, yeah, what's your strategy for the zombie apocalypse? Yeah, yeah. Somebody said, find a big fenced-in area that's defensible, grow crops inside, and own lots of swords and spears. <laughs> so the person just said, die, which made me laugh so hard. <laughs> just, you know what? Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> you, know what my, you know what mine would be? Oh, tell me. Uh, it's to fall in a pit and then hurt my ankle, and then a, a survivalist person takes care of me until we're old. Does a survivalist stro- person look like we- Nick Offerman? Mm-hmm, yeah, we grow <laughs> strawberries together until I have an incurable disease that we both kill ourselves. Stunning. Stunning. <laughs> I love it. Why do they do that to us? And then they have to use that freaking Max Richter song that just tears my heart out every time I hear it. Yeah, it's not good. It's very sad. Very sad. Anyways. Yeah. Um, but my strategy is uh, actually in reality it's also to die (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and then we asked uh, you asked what makes a zombie hot Um, and uh, (laughs) it it was a we had a tie in second place between can rip off rotting parts that you want to keep 
um, and values intelligence. Um, and uh, most people said uh, good listener at 43%. So, <laughs> And nobody said stiff. Okay. Nobody said stiff. I'm a little disappointed. We Me too. Of, come on, guys. Yeah, come on. You guys are fucking horny little monster fuckers. <laughs> you know better. <laughs> but, I mean, hey, listen. As Zombiepedia showed us, rigor mortis doesn't count. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. We've learned so much yeah. today. So much that I didn't <laughs> want to know. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, so uh, <laughs> I don't really know how to end this one, guys. Uh, we are going to take be, a shower. Yeah. No. We're going to be back uh, next week with an episode that's a little bit different. Um, yes! Which I'm really excited about. We're going to be talking to, um, hold on, I've got it. I've got it ready. Ella, uh, Gallego, who, uh, did a monster romance study. Uh, so we're gonna do something a little bit different next week. We're gonna have our first, uh, first guest, which I think is gonna be really, really interesting. Um, Hitting off season two with some new stuff. Yeah, we've got some fun plans for this year, guys. Uh, this yeah. season. Um, but until then, Jess, where can people find us? Oh gosh, I'm never prepared. You're never prepared. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you, you need to have like a post-it us. note written down. <laughs> I or we could just record it and then I don't have to say it every time. Boring. I like I like to keep you on your toes. <laughs> Okay, well, the main place to get what's hot and what's new and fresh and funky is our website, hissinandkissinpodcast.com. We post, um, we post, uh, the uh, MP3s for each episode on there, Mm -hmm. so you can listen on the website itself. Uh, we also put links up to, um, the content that we reference, as well as the fanfics that are read. Mm-hmm. And if we reference any images specifically, we'll also throw those up on there. Yes. So that's a great place to actually get everything all in one neat little package. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also head over to our Instagram, which is Hissin' and Kissin' Podcast. Um, there we have uh, a link tree where we have the link to our website if you're really that lazy. Um <laughs> We also have in our link tree um, links to all the places you can listen, including Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts. And, of course, we have a link to our Discord in there where we are trying to cultivate a little monster fucking community. Yes. Um, So check out that. Um... Also, make sure to follow us on Instagram because that's where we will get um, the most audience feedback and do some interactions mm-hmm. um, where we put up our polls and questionnaires up on our story. Uh, and, of course, that's one of the first places where we will post when a new episode is up. Um, where else? Uh, and what if else you, we got? If you want to give us some feedback directly, you can always email us at hissinandkissinpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, we'd love to hear from you if you have ideas or stories or art or uh, fanfic tracks or anything. I'd say in particular right now, if you have any guest recommendations. Please, send them our way. We yes, want to talk to some... Some fellow like-minded monster romance, monster fucker type people this year. Yeah. So, absolutely. Yeah. Or even experts. Yeah. You got an expert? Yeah. We want to talk to him. We want to talk. 
send them here. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's it. And um, that is it. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of something weird to ask you uh, at the end here. Um, okay. Mm. If Brad became a zombie, still hit it? (laughs) (laughs) Always, because I love him. Uh, But I would also kill him if he were a zombie, so, you know. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Both. Yeah. Both. Yeah. Both is good. Uh, Okay, here's my weird question for you. Uh, Okay. What celebrity would you still 100% hit if they were a zombie? Shut up. You don't even need to ask me that. You already know the answer. <laughs> like, like green dick in a hole. You green already dick. know the answer, Sarah. Yeah. Who? Who? Tell me. It's because it's yours. It's also yours. <laughs> and that's why. <laughs> it's, it's our, it's our. <laughs> It'll be Adam Jiver. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay. He'd make a good zombie, too. He would make a great zombie. He's already yeah. tall. Doesn't say that much. Probably answers and grunts. We're halfway there, you know. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Just climb that fucker like a tree. <laughs> um. Okay. Well, it's been weird. Uh, I hope. What everybody- a way to start the year. Yeah. I hope you- everybody's really uncomfortable. Because um, <laughs> we are. We are. And um, yeah. Uh, come back next week for a civilized conversation. Maybe. Maybe not. <laughs> Probably. Um, no, we're, we're talking. We 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 have other people in the house, so we have to be on our best behavior. Yeah, but we do have other fun monsters lined up for this year. Um, some really fun things coming down the pipeline. So, um, uh, with that, coming down your pipeline. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, it's okay. As long as it's not green rotting coming down a pipeline, I think. We're- <laughs> you, you brought that into this. So, do you think? Oh, wait, okay. Here's the last question. Actually, oh my god. <laughs> Okay, you know how, like, in zombie movies, when a zombie is cut open, it's, like, really putrid black blood? You think that's what they come? Or, or, I'm right. not gonna think about that. <laughs> On that note, um, <laughs> Happy New Year, everyone. And, uh. Stay horny, monster fuckers. Yeah, stay horny, monster fuckers. Bye! <laughs>